With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I am so happy that you decided to join us. Um, if you like this podcast, you should go over and listen to a bunch of the other ones in our in our network with like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Coaching Youth Hoops. All of those are, uh, I think, interesting. And uh, we would love if you left a five-star review. You can leave those one-star reviews at home. Um, but before we jump into the topic today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, mention Coach Unplugged and you'll get $450 off. You'll get great customer service. It is, um, it is. I can tell you from uh, someone that's still coaching, it has helped my team immensely. I can't tell you number of shots that we have taken on our Dr. Dish machines. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, 25 years ago when I took over a program that no one wanted, that hadn't had had five winning seasons in 35 years, um, I was the only applicant. No one wanted it. I would have killed for a resource like teachhoops.com. It took me took me years to turn it into a national powerhouse, and um, I, I have put all that secret sauce inside of teachhoops.com. So come over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It will give you the roadmap. It will give you me. It will give you one-on-one calls and office hours and, and a community of like-minded coaches. I think you'll love it. Let's head off to the podcast. Okay. If you're not into it, like you might get a ball off the head. You might get, you know what I mean? Like you're not ready. The coach is screaming at you. Get your hands up. Ready. Shot right. ready. Turn. You know, so now like it's just a drill to get everyone into practice right away. Simple drill, quick shooting, four minute time with a goal. Everybody's going. You know what I mean? I love that. I love I, that. Yeah. Four minutes. I, I kind of like it. And, you know, we've always, that it gets our practices. Really and it gets up. it moving. Okay, let's go back to the shared screen here. Um, yeah. um, you know, then we do the old three on three on a layup. Um, okay. which, you know, everybody does. You know, like you know, we we all know that one, right? You know, just three yep. uh, three three man weave. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Layup. Um, and then um, the three. This oh, I'm sorry, three on a layup. This is three on a layup. So this is basically. Uh, I'm gonna come back out of that. All right. So this is how this drill works. You have three guys. 
a layup line right there. We'd have uh, and a rebounding line right here. And then it'd be everybody would fill in those three spots. There's the three spots on the court. Okay. Okay. So now what would happen was this guy would go for his uh, left-handed layup coming right now. Okay. Right? He'd make the layup. And then as he made the layup, he takes off down the court. Okay. He goes. The, the big man steps on the court, gets the ball out of the net, goes out of bounds. And then the, the point guard who's here, he goes to ask to the sideline, yep. calls for an outlet. You know what I mean? Yep. Outlet, ball, ball, ball. This guy has to clear the paint here, clear the paint, and he's got to throw an outlet pass to the point guard. Point okay. guard has his ass to the sideline so he can, yep. doesn't get, you know, like the old ass to the, you know, yep. if he turns and catches, it's going to be a charge. Yep. You know what I mean? So you don't want that. So the key teacher you're talking about, calling for the outlet point guard, off the sideline, but, you know, a good enough so you could turn either baseline, a sideline or middle. Right. So now he's got to be ass to the sideline. You make that pass to him here. He turns and goes and makes a chest pass, you know, up the court, snap pass up to the court for this guy going for the layup. The big man who made the outlet has to come down and get the rebound out of the net. Okay. Yep. So you've got a three-man moving at, at the same time. You get the point guard. You get the layup guy. So the layup guy goes, yes. takes the shot, boom, takes off, oh. outlet, snap, bang, here. Here. That's okay. three on O layup. And, you know, boy, he comes down. Then the next group comes, three guys going, three and O okay. layup, three and O layup. Yep. And it just really teaches pushing the ball up the court, outlet, the side, rebound. Like that. You know what I mean? It really yep. gets you going. And then you transfer that, the same exact thing. Now when they're really good with three, and they come back the other way, three right. and O layup coming back yep. the other way to your right hand, you know, left, left yep. hand. You, come, you know, when we're all down here now, we just go back the other way. And now after three on O layup, we do three on O post pass. And the three on O post pass, is very similar, same exact situation. You know, the guy goes for the layup here. He right. Takes, you know, makes the layup, takes off down the court, yep. going down the court. Big man, the same exact thing, takes out of bounds, outlet, same exact thing here. Now this is 3 on 0 post pass. So now you throw it up the court, and instead of going for a layup, you drag dribble it down to right. the corner and come back. Big man's, and big man's trailing. Yeah. Rim, yeah. To rim, to rim, rim to rim. He posts up. These two guys are here. And now you got to make an entry pass to the post, pass, you know, fake high, pass around low. A, your assistant coach is standing out here with a basketball right yep. here. Yep. You make the post. This post, big man makes his post move. The coach passes it out to one of these players, and then he penetrates and kicks out for a shot. I so, like that. Penetrate, kick out. That, penetrate, that trailer big thing is so hard for them to do. Oh, I know. Isn't you know, it? That's a, it's a tough – I'll tell you, we uh, you know, we work on that a lot. And then when we have a coach stand here, and as the big's coming down, we bump him with a pad. He's yeah. gonna skin off. You know what I mean? And catch the post. And, the, and then, I'm telling you, you might run this drill for a month, and they still won't be good. I mean, it just takes oh, so long for that trailing big. Oh, I know. Because I, I don't know if they don't big, look. Not clearing that paint, catching, and they get the mentality of sprinting. That's why they've got to get the ball out of the net, sprint the court. You know, like the same exact thing, like post up. I want our bigs trying to beat the other big down. The right, court. and they don't look – I mean, I think part of that summer basketball, I hate to say it, but oh. the game is so wide that they don't look for those guys going down unless it's going to be a tomahawk dunk. They never look for them coming down the lane anymore. It is, I'll tell you right now, I hate to say it, but there's, there's limited amount of big men in the country anymore. We did a – I did a uh, – NEP, I ran a NEPSAC tournament, which is all the NEPSAC schools in New England came to my gym this past summer for the college coaches. There was 200 – college coaches across the country, high level division one. Right. It was a sanctioned event. It was one of the only sanctioned ones in the summer. And um, 
So we said, hey, what are we going to do for these guys? They, they want to see him play, but they also got to do a breakdown a little bit. So let's break them down to three groups, post player, wing, and point guard. So I said, all right, guys, get them all together. I said, all right, listen, anybody who's a point guard, go to court one. Uh, you know, wing, go to court two. Post player, go to court three. You guys all set? Now, there was 250 kids. I mean, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Less than 10 bigs. Five went over to court three. Five out of 250 went over to the big man section. It was unbelievable. Well, part of, and I'm telling you, part of that is college. Part of that's the NBA. Like, they're looking for Giannis. They're looking for, like, long, lanky, Michael, Magic Johnson kind of. They're not looking for bigs anymore. No. Shaquille O'Neal's of the world are gone. It's unbelievable. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I was going over to the wings. I'm like, why don't you go over to just to get seen? There's college coaches on that court. Like, right. You're, you're in a line with like 60, 70 other dudes. Why don't I go over there with a lone five? I'd, I'd be like the six foot kid down there with the posts. It's like, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Exactly. So, but you know, I know it's just, it's hard to get those bigs, but if you can get a big to run the court and all that and post. All right, let's go. Let's, let's do the, let's do the end of it in like three minutes. Cause I have a couple questions I want to ask you and I don't yep. want to keep you all yep. night here. Yeah, no problem. Uh, share screen back. I mean, I could talk basketball all night, but there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, these are continu- so, you know, three and two continuous drill, two teams, which I yep. think is a fun drill. Um, you know, that's a, it's a continuous drill where you have it's basically teaching a three on two and just going up and back continuous three on twos. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Um, we do broke it off did some free throws. Yep. Um, you know, if you if you missed, you had a penalty. Like you do a one on one. I always teach our guys to take two free throws. You know, after you take the first one, step off the line take the second one, and then it's a one-on-one. If you miss the first, you got to do something, you know, like double. If right. you miss the second, you only got to – like, so we, we do 20. So if you do – you know, uh, if you miss the first, you do 20 burpees. If you miss the second, you only do 10 burpees. Right. So there's always a penalty on the free throws, teaching them, like, it means something, so that's not messing around. So we always may take the free throws, and that's when they get their water. After you take two one-on-ones, you can go get a water. And okay. we kind of give them their break. So there are always some water breaks on the free throws. And we go over shell drill. You know, teaching a shell drill, typical across the country. Everybody works yep. on a shell. Um, strong, weak side cutters, you know, all that. Then we worked on switching ball screens during this practice, you know, which is always important. What are you going to do? Switch ball screens? How are you going to play a ball screen? I, I'm telling and you, it, ball screens are the one thing that literally you don't – we're know. high school coaches. We How do you have, play? Do you play the, what do you play the ball screen? I, I, I tend to – I double the ball screen a lot, especially up high because there's not a lot – I mean, and we're playing – I mean – consistently there's a handful of d1 guys in our league the problem is i gotta jump i mean otherwise you're gonna turn the corner (laughs) and they don't kids don't pass out of that well that's my theory is we're gonna rotate fast enough that if i come at you now don't get me wrong we were hedging we were doing some other stuff late in the season but i'm gonna double you at least half i'm gonna think make you think that we're coming you you said that ball screen we're doubling the ball i mean go ahead and flare and roll the right. guy that has the ball is not going to get it to you half the time. Exactly. Especially the high school level. Yeah. We've been, we've been icing it. And I, you know, I've been trying to get that ice down to these guys, but it's, you know, if you don't, if you, when you commit to it, if one of the things screw up, you get really messed yeah, up. Yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and here's the problem is we don't have the time to yeah. practice. I mean, if I'd run that, I'd run all sorts of different types of things. If I could spend, <laughs> you yeah. know, the time to teach them. Practice it, yeah. yeah. We're going to do this for this team. We're going to do this for this team. Yep. But it's like, we don't have time. I mean, if I had them all year round, even if I could only see them for a couple hours in the fall and the spring, I could do all that. But it's like we get shut down, you know, I don't know. 
I know it's, it's very hard. They limit the, I think they're trying to give it more back to the high school coaches lately. The NCA is kind of like, you know, well, they're giving us, you know, a little I, bit. I have, I have several things. I have several things I'm going to, I'm going to fight for before I get done with this thing. One is the jump ball should go away. It's a stupid thing. Why do we, the officials can't even throw the ball. No, the officials mess it up every time. Let's, let's just, let's just give the visiting team the ball and do alternating possession. That's my first thing. <laughs> it's stupid. It's just a dumb thing. And, yeah. and, um, well, what were we just talking about? You run a, uh, you run a tap play? I, I run a tap play. Uh, well, we do run a tap play. We've been burned on a tap play, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. Keep going, Coach. I don't – I mean – um, And, you know, then basically then we just do – we had this practice, we had conditioning for four minutes because sometimes we only have two baskets. So, you know, like because we have to you share the court with, right. you know, like the women's, the other right. JV. So if I don't have my six hoops, then I do conditioning, you know what I mean, uh, stations. Right. And have you know four guys are taking free throws, and then we rotate. You know, like those four guys come free throws, the other guys are in conditioning. So you kind of get your conditioning in with the water because we try okay. to be a press, you know, pressing team. Then I work work on press. We work on press break during this practice and zone offense yep. um, versus the two three and the one three one. Um, we do this drill called Michigan State, which is you know I got from Michigan State. Tom is a phenomenal drill. Basically, you start off two on one. Um, you know, there's one you two teams. Yep. You know, you know white and blue. Blues down the other end. He sends one sends one guy out on defense. Okay. White team comes down with two guys. Okay. They got the ball. They're on right. offense. So now it's a two on one. Right. You're going down the court two on one. Play score. Yep. Now we got it. We're up two nothing to white. We get back in a tandem because two guys on the blue come out. Now it's a three on two. two. Three okay. on two coming back. Then now it's three blue guys versus two white. They got to make the stop. Yep. They say they score. Now it's two to two. Yeah. Now the white team sends out four. Four. I mean, you know, yeah. now two other guys come on. Now it's a four on three. Right. Now you go down, play the four on three, scramble and triangle, how to play D. All of a sudden, the shot goes up. We make it. We're up six to four. They send two more guys on. Now it's a five on four going back. We're doing the box. One guy's open. Finally score. Now it's six to six. Now it's a five on five, the final drill. I love that. Awesome drill. Teams love it because it's a score. It's like, you know, who's going to be active too. You're active, yeah. Yeah, it's two on one, three on two. All the things that happen in practice, phenomenal drill. Got that from Tom Izzo. And, uh, you know, you know, just we do it. We did it when I was at Holy Cross. Awesome. We did it when I was at Quinnipiac. We did it when I was at Western Kentucky. We did it when I was you know, everywhere. Everywhere I've gone, I've done it. It's, it's an awesome drill. Kids love it. Um, and then we we did, we did some defensive t- uh, conditioning. I always believe that you got to teach kids to stay in stance. And so we do the slide run drill. So basically that when I said defense conditioning, it's like you start in the corner, they slide out to the elbow, then they sprint. Then they slide to the other elbow, then they sprint to the corner. Then they're sliding the whole baseline. Same thing, slide, run, slide, run, all the way up. And the Each problem time. is the problem is the kids um yeah, kids want to stand up so much. Oh, oh. Like and we teach them slow, you know, like board, you know, don't like come up, don't know bunny hopping, try and teach that technique of not clicking your heels, you know, short choppy steps, you know, board between your legs, six inches, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's where you can really teach that. And it's also working on the conditioning of a staying in the stance. Um, so we talked about that, getting some water. And then this, this day was a scout day. So we were talking 15 minutes about the other team, team. and what drills they did. And then we go through last 10 minutes, all our plays, you know, okay. dry. Yep. And, uh, you know, side out of bounds, on teeth out of bounds. And then we do our post And how do you do – I see on the bottom you've got groups. Do you make them competitive and equal? Do you put your starting five together? How do you do that? I, it, you know, varies. Earlier in the season, we do it um, – to be honest with you, we break them off, like, evenly. 
And then later on, I kind of want my five starters kind of working. I want the other kids to be the scout team. And I want those kids to kind of like wish they were a starter and right. bust their ass to try and get the starting spot. Yeah. So I kind of, as, as the season progresses, we kind of like have the top group and the second group and I kind of okay. get green and white, you know? Differentiate. Uh, um, so, okay, so you can, let's share the screen here. Do you, um, yeah. if you could only do three things at practice, what would you do? It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oof. Three, three, three things in practice. Um, I guess it would be... Uh, I would have to do offensively. We'd be doing a lot, you know, uh, a lot of shooting. I okay. think that would be important. And I, I would be really working on shell. I think your defensive, your half court, every you have to in order to win, you got to be able to stop someone in the half court. I think you know what I mean. You do. So you gotta. So I'd be, I'd probably work on shell. I think in order to win, also on the other end, you got to make shots. I don't think enough guys work on shooting like game shots, not like just stand still, like jack them up, like, you know, like time and score, like game shooting drills that like really put pressure on kids and like, right. you, gotta, you know, elevate and make a shot like yes. under pressure and like put them as much as you can in that. And so I'd be doing competitive shooting drills, probably shell. Um, and then since I'm a pressing coach, I've always, you know, been pressing lately. I'd work on some kind of press, press. you know, like whatever it is the, you know, diamond or, you know, black or, you know, what, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the hardest thing to teach is? Uh, hardest thing to teach. I, I, that's a, that's a really good question. I think uh, the hardest thing to teach it in my is teammate stuff, like getting the kids away from themselves yeah. and holding them accountable to like being a great teammate. I think that's important. And like, I don't think the kids even realize they're doing it. And like, I, I had a kid, you know, every time he made a basket, he was pointing to the crowd and, you know, like right. doing the whole, you know, guns and, you know, like, you know, right. just making crazy stuff. And I look, I hit a three. I'm running yeah. down the court. I hit a three. I know. And just, Why are you doing that? I know. Like, getting him to believe in himself not to do that. And like, right. it meant something to, you know, like it, it, it was just tough. And I said, I want you, it can be like, why are you taking the away from me, coach? I want, it's supposed to be celebrate. I'm like, yeah, I want you to celebrate, but wait till a timeout. Like if you, if you make a three and they call a timeout and it's whatever, then I want you jumping up. I want you hugging your teammates. I want like, I want that emotion and that passion, but like not in the middle of a flow of a game. Right. And I think kids don't get that. They, they don't think about the next play enough. Like, you know, like you got to be locked in, man. Like on every possession, like right. every possession means something to and part, us. And, and I'm not going to defend this kid, but it's uh, I'm married to a psychologist. Part of yeah. that is that teenage brain. Um, right. So, yeah. Anyway, 
they, yeah. that's, they, they, they don't think beyond, they don't think beyond two no, minutes. They, yeah. they know. That's hard to, I think it's hard to get them to buy into that team mentality. And like, it's more than just me. And right. like these kids, you know, they're all high school. They want to be the leading scorer. They want to be the, you know, the, you know, the guy that makes the shot and the fans are all cheering their name and all that. But right. they don't realize is like, if you can do it consistently, they're going to be doing that for everybody, you know, like in the fans, cause they're going to win, you're going to win, you're going to win. Right. So I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, trying to get that out of their mentalities is hard and making them believe that it means something. What would you, uh, what would you tell your young self? Oof. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm, to I, I always think of question. I always think of questions that coaches would want to hear that. No, no. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I think it's, um, I love what I, 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 I've done this for now. I've been at division one. Division two, division three. I've been a head high school coach, um, and I wouldn't do it differently, you know, to be honest with you. Uh, if I was younger, though, I probably would have tried to get to the highest level earlier because I think, like, I, I, if I was younger, I'd say try and get on, a, like, a Syracuse as a manager. Try and get as a, you know, a video assistant at, like, Duke or, you know, like, work as many high-level camps as you can um, to get to know the assistants and, you know, that kind of stuff. Because I think it's easier to come down from the highest level to where you've got to be than to try and bust, like to go from a high school, you know, assistant to a high school head coach. Right. I mean, there's only so many Bo Ryans in the world. Yeah, there's that. You know, there's just, that just doesn't happen. I mean, no, Beheim did it. Beheim did yeah, it. Yeah, it, but it's very few and far between. It's Not Beheim. Um, uh Michigan coach did it. Um, Izzo. No. Uh, the one oh, that um, the, uh, B, uh, Beeline. John Beeline. Beeline did it. He did it. Yeah, Beeline yeah, did you're it. Right. You're right. Very few you know, like yeah. very few to build that up like that and win at a highest level. Like, I could go right now to Hamden Hall here and win the national championship, like, high school for the next five. And I don't think a Division One's going to offer me a, a no. job. You know what I mean? No. Like, it ain't and the, only thing they would, the only thing that would open doors for you is you've got experience. Yeah. Like, if I applied for even a D3 job, they're going to say you haven't recruited – Right. Great. You've won, but I don't know if you can coach the college level. Exactly. My theory is coaching is coaching. As long as I get, okay. I know enough about the game. I would recruit the right guys that would exactly. fit my system. That's part of the key, but that's not, I mean, I never wanted, I mean, I, my chances, but I love coaching high school, but the, the, that's, you're right. It's like, and the problem is you got to look at it like you're an indentured servant. If you want to be a college oh. coach, you're an indentured servant. You're going to work a hundred hours and make $12 basically. Oh my God. Like, if I have a chart of the amount of hours I put in Holy Cross and you know, it's, it's, oh, it's crazy. Right. right. 40 hour a week. Is not, it's not even there like is a, no 40 hour week. It's, it's, not no. even a, it's funny to even say that word. You know what I mean? Like it's right. Like, it's because there's, there's 50 people standing behind you. They'll take the job. It's like being, oh, yeah. It's, and you know, to be honest with you, when you're going through it, like, I didn't even think of it like that. Like I wasn't thinking like I, you know, wait a minute, day off. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, I gotta be. I gotta be in the office tomorrow at six. Like, I we got you know right. we got effort stats. I'm doing hits till one o'clock in the morning. Like, right, it's hard days, but like you don't even think about it. It's just part of your mentality. You just so if you don't have that mentality and that love for this game and the love to you won't make it. My my biggest thing was my love of you know um, watching the film and getting guys better. And I walked into a practice and I after I watched the kids' effort stats. I could talk to a kid for a half an hour, but man, like, listen, when you were blocking out, you weren't bending. You weren't like, you got to get right. lower. And these kids are like, what do you mean, coach? I'm like, watch, let's watch the film. Look at you stand. So like, you could really teach a kid and you see the kid get that aha moment. Those are the moments I live for in coaching. And that's what carried me through when I got better. So like if younger coaches, you got to love it like that. If you don't, it's a long road, man. If you're no, in there, I always, I always tell my students that the key to life is find something you love to do. 
yep. something you're good at and something that pays well. If you <laughs> find the interchange of those three, you're in good shape. I think I found two of the three. Right, right. Teachers don't make a lot of money. But um, anyway, so you, you, that's, that's the happiness. And, and, you know, you might love to do something. Like you might, I always tell my students, you might love singing. Yeah, right. You're not any good at it. Like, so that's <laughs> fine. You can sing the rest of your life, but no one's going to listen to you, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so you got to try to find something you love to do and you're good at. Um, yeah. If you could talk to one coach, who would you talk to, living or dead? John Wooden. Why? I just like I I, I was I did a lot of reading when I you know about coaching and stuff like that, and I just I just loved his mentality. He never swore in front of his players. He was just a he was a gentleman. Um, and you know he won a lot. <laughs> you know, and he really won a lot. And he was he, he was really attention to detail and practice. And, you know, like you'd have to yell during the games and he always says, because I, I knew we worked so hard in practice. And if you just, if you ever get a chance, just listen to stuff about John Wooden and, and, and read about him and just watch some tape on him. He's hard not to like be inspired by and uh, you know, just what he did and accomplished. I don't think there's any other college coach out there that's done what he's done. Is there anything you change about the game? Uh, what level the high school did that? Any, any level, any level. I mean, I think there's there's a lot of things that have been changing, like the three point line going back deeper and stuff like that. I think changes the game a lot. I've seen that, uh, you know, when I played, we didn't even have the three, you know, like early yeah, on. Yeah, I know, I know. You know, and now it's college like back in yeah. college and stuff like that. So I think there's some rules that I would like change, you know. But I, I kind of like I like the way it is, you know. I, I think that we, you know, we there's things that have to evolve. Do you have a shot clock. We do have a shot clock. Yeah, I think everyone should have a shot clock. Um, How long is yours? Uh, we go 30 seconds. Okay. So, and, yeah. and do you have a problem with someone running it? Uh, managers. I mean, no, I, I mean, no, we, hire, we, we hire staff that come in and do the games. And, how, and, and, and do you have three officials? We have – most games we have three officials. For our home games we have three, but sometimes in the row we only have two. And do they do they have a problem with the shot clock, whether it hits the rim and those kind of things? I mean, it's not the college level. Yeah, I think you know, no, yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, you know, it's going to happen throughout the game, but it's not, it's not to the effect where I think it like it ruins the game. You know, like you know, someone's okay. that clueless. I think they get the hang of it and they get better. And you know, as long as you got an attentive, responsible person there, you know, like who who's willing to like you know, it means something to right. them. Right. Like, and what sure percentage of time is the shot clock come into play? That's a good question. I'd probably say maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe 20, 15% of the game. Not, and not, what, not and what do you do when – do you have specific things you do if it's running down? Oh, yeah. You know, under 10 seconds, we all we have – you know, kids, if, if we haven't got something under 10 seconds, they bring the ball to the middle and they run a flat middle ball screen. Um, so, you know, not, not an angle, a kind of middle flat so they can't – Guys can't have to hedge one way or the other. It's a little bit harder with a flat ball screen. So we call that flat, and, you know, they get to that. Or we do one four low, and we try and let my best player go. So we have a couple calls, head tap, and, you know, that with shot clock running down. Um, and then the old typical fist would just come on, get a side screen because he's right. on the side and we can't get to the middle. Then if he just calls a fist, it's side ball screen with under 10 seconds. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like. Jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.